Welcome to the Innovation Roundtable Insights Podcast. This episode was recorded at an Innovation Roundtable workshop hosted by Baker Hughes in London in May 2019, where our colleague Leonard sat down with Bernhard Schwartz, Vice President, Digital Solutions and Strategy at Zeiss. Bernhard explains how in order to succeed with new digital solutions, organizations need to create teams comprised of members from traditional organizations as well as new digital talents. During the conversation, he also covers specific capabilities as well as the leadership approach required to make it all work. Bernard, thank you very much uh, for joining me uh, for this interview. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can start the interview by you just briefly explaining who you are, what company you work for, and uh, what role you have at the moment. And so, I'm Bernard, obviously, um, working for Carl Zeiss Microscopy, and there I'm responsible for digital solutions, but also for digital transformation. Maybe you can give us, in the start of the interview, your idea or your approach of, of how to assess emerging technologies. There are so many new technologies around, especially also digital technologies. How do you assess whether technology is relevant for you uh, or not? Yeah, this is a challenging question. So traditionally, we are building on, on very broad optical technologies, and we are quite experienced on that side. But on the digital side, this is really a new experience for us. So especially if there are disruptive business models, uh, new, yeah, new innovations coming up, which cannot be foreseen and which also are difficult to, to assess at the beginning, in the early stage. So we are trying to go or approach that with a quite agile approach and step-by-step uh, step look at these innovations and uh, try out also, which is also a new culture for us, um, and see what, what it brings for us and whether it is successful at the end. Maybe you can give us a bit of an idea when you say try out. You take a technology and then you try to merge it with those optical experience and expertise you have, or, or how does it look in, in practice? Yeah, so I'm thinking more of, of other types of innovations. So, for example, business model innovation. This is something we are looking at. So, on the other hand, the traditional world is pretty straightforward at the end. So we have our instruments and there are step-by-step software is coming and added and so on. So this is rather straightforward. What is really new and uh, innovative for us are new business models. So it could be platform business models, for example, um, or business models where for even instruments, devices are disrupted by digital technologies. So we have that in the medical area quite strongly where you could imagine a mobile phone replaces maybe an instrument which has cost uh, 100,000 euro in the past. And this is something where we have to try out uh, different things, uh, working with startups with an in- internal incubation or venture setup, also to give some room to these new ideas and uh, to try that in an early stage. What are some of the challenges, but also opportunities, of course, when, when trying, you talked about optic, opti- you know, that's where the expertise is in, in in, in kind of the optical uh, part of it, how do you, what are the challenges when merging this with the digital, you know, merging the physical world with the digital world, merging with analytics, mm-hmm. etc.? Yeah, I think there are different challenges. So first of all, we have to find, find our own place for the future somehow. So this is like um, coming from all this very hardware affine technologies. The challenge is now to, to position between the digital world and the hardware world. And we are quite experienced, as I said, on the hardware side and have also deep knowledge and are differentiating over there. So this is something we will not lose or we do not want to lose. On the other side, we also know that the digital side is quite uh, important for the future. 
So it will not work just transferring everything from hardware to, to software and doing some digital things. It's uh, bringing these things together to, to become successful. So I think this is one of the, the key elements we are facing. On the other hand, um, it's also about um, yeah, transforming the organization. So it's, we are starting now uh, to develop also a bit of startup culture within the eyes, having dedicated setups for that. Because it's also not so easy to, to tell these people who have developed and also sold in the past typical hardware instrument now to switch to software. And maybe it's also not needed and it doesn't work like that. But we have to build up or come from the development perspective, building up dedicated teams over there, partly cross-functional. It's really a little bit like a startup in our company. And uh, they are responsible for the go-to-market, but also for the development of the project and bringing that to the market. And partly, even with direct customer access in parallel to our traditional um, sales organization structure. What are you typically looking more at? Is it developing entirely new products uh, with digital technologies? Or is it kind of developing surrounding services and solutions around the current kind of uh, tangible products that you that you have. Yeah, so we still believe that hardware is quite differentiating. So we step by step try to to enhance our hardware world and move towards also uh, the digital world over there. But we still believe that our place in the future will not be just on the digital side, but the combination of differentiating hardware, but also differentiating services. So at the end, this means most of the activities are somehow linked to what we have done in the past. On the other hand, my personal responsibility is especially at things which are not so strongly related to what we have done in the past. So not like just building the next software for our instrument or our device, but thinking of marketplace business models, um, platforms, uh, which are the different business and go-to-market approach as well, and which are yeah, the different culture or will bring us a different culture. What is something you are focusing on Firstly, or what is kind of one of the first things you, you are looking into when moving into digital? Also to maybe have an impact more quickly, because often deve development times often take long time, especially when you go into areas that are completely new to the company. What was something that you, uh, that you looked into first? Yeah, so we are also trying to change the culture. Everybody is talking about agile, but at the end, it's a bit like this close contact to the customers, um, using deep interviews, strong collaboration over there, and um, starting with an MVP-like approach. And this is something we have not done in the past. This is not size-like. Normally, a product is perfect if we bring it to the market. And now, starting with something new, starting with an MVP, bringing that to the market, and step-by-step step developing that further, this is a totally new culture. And um, it's challenging for us also from our internal DNA because it's also overcoming these, these border lines where something is not perfect or not totally thought through and we are trying to get uh, customer feedback early on. And this helps also to, to try a little bit more out what, what I mentioned before uh, and see how different approaches are going to the customer, how they are perceived and how successful we are. All of these things you're talking about really are kind of new capabilities and skill sets that have not been there at Carl Zeiss before. Where do you find them? How do you develop them? How do you get people that, that kind of work and think and act in that, that way? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, at the end, I think this is a journey. But we started also to, to build up some, some new teams to really support that and also get new um, innovative resources from around the world. So we have a new central team, which is called the Digital Innovation Partners, and um, they are driving strongly these user experience-related um, interviews and uh, the new style over there. Um, and the idea is to start projects with them together and uh, the different business units and step-by-step step also bring these, uh, this culture and these ideas uh, to the business and by that transforming our business. So that's something we are doing there and this is really a very international team, a young team, that dynamic team. We have hired people from Facebook, from Google, really international companies over there and it's also English speaking over there. More generally, now when you talk about teams, how do you put together teams and how do teams evolve? Now, maybe more especially looking at kind of the more digital or the, the new areas within the cloud side. Yeah, so we have these kind of new resources which, which help us to, to get new ideas, also to, to approach this uh, MVP style um, with getting easy and quick solutions. So I think this is one element. But we also have to link it to our traditional world, because in many cases there is deep customer or application knowledge involved. So we are working on a microscopy platform currently, uh, which tries to provide image processing functionalities to our customers. And in this case, it's also quite important to know what a microscopist wants to do. So it's not like you just can put all these front-end and back-end developers into a team and develop a fancy platform. This also will not work. It's quite important that you also understand what it's all about. Um, and get into a good dialogue with these customers. And they will only see and accept you if you speak on eye level with them. So I think the, the crucial part is really having the joint teams and combine um, the knowledge from, from our traditional world and the customers with these new innovative uh, resources and uh, this agile approach and bring them together in a team. And maybe this is, creates partly some tension, but this is also quite helpful. Um, to have more the conservative and uh, traditional side on the one hand and uh, these agile approaches and the combination can really create some value. Now you, you mentioned uh, quite a few times MVP, a minimum viable product or proposition or uh, many uh, different ways of using it. How do you tackle, and, and on the other hand you said, you know, Carl Zeiss or Zeiss is really known for quality, per perfection. Uh, how do you make sure when you go and test that to protect the brand in some way that uh, you know products that might not be finished as usually uh, are protected in, in, in some kind of way? Mm. Yeah, I think this is partly a challenge. So our platform, for example, in this case was launched more related to Zeiss but not so strongly on our roof. So we called it Zeiss Initiative. Uh, to make also clear that this is a community approach, but also an early stage approach. So this is something we tried out. Um, on the other hand, I think many of our customers are quite forgiving and quite accepting if we uh, set the expectations right. So it's in many cases not that critical. We have also systematic processes in testing hardware, and they are involved in the early stages of a hardware development, maybe at the beginning, two or three years before the hardware is launched. And even there we have a dialogue. So also on the digital side, this definitely can work. You just have to set ex expectations over there. And you can also think of having a bit of a different style and, and uh, separating it from the original brand like Google with Google Labs did in the past as well. Now, you mentioned in the beginning of the interview business model innovation as one of the, one of the areas uh, that, that you look into. 
in terms of platforms like uh, commercial platforms, for example, what, what is difficult or what is important or how do you look into developing kind of your own platforms and how important is it to, to, to have your own or develop your own or, or be active at least in some of the you know, commercial e-commerce platforms, for example? Mm -hmm. So at, at the end, we, we at least hope that we have systematic advantage for microscopy, for example, because we have a large install base and which brings us to the customer. So we are talking about uh, 10,000, 100,000 of microscopes here and the same is true for all our other business areas. So we hope that with our install base and this broad uh, hardware range, we have an advantage over other new startups which are trying the same. Um, the critical part at the end is always the scaling. This is rather trivial at the end and uh, this is also a bit of a hand and egg problem uh, to start with more the content side or bringing the users on there um, and that's something we are experiencing as well on, on the microscopy side um, and um, I think it's also there are not many successful examples which are more on the B2B side with successful platform models to be quite frank so most on, of these models are more on the consumer side um, and they scaled up significantly, but there we are talking about billions of uh, potential target customers. And in the B2B side, this is always a critical topic. So we have to see whether this is really evolving in the, in the right way, but definitely we want to, to try it out and we will see what happens. Let me towards the end ask you um, two questions or maybe three about kind of uh, more the, the, the softer factors. Uh, one is I'd like to talk about leadership. Uh, what is important in terms of leadership, especially now when, when digital comes in and the new ways of working uh, comes into the company? What is important to get right in terms of leadership? Yeah, so I think if you, you look at these uh, teams I also characterized at the beginning, you, say, you have uh, these traditional and quite experienced resources, but also the new ones, um, I think the, the style and the, the dynamics and the teams are quite different. On the other hand, you see that these uh, modern uh, working teams or working styles in the Scrum logic, they are even democratic a bit. So the team is organizing, optimizing itself uh, just along the process. Um, this is a bit of a new culture. And I also see that the expectations of my team members are different. So they are front-end developers, they have the expectations to meet the customers, to get involved with them. They are joining us uh, for, for different events or other um, activities. So it's not just uh, I'm doing my stuff and going home. They are involved in what they are doing. They are really uh, passionate. Um, and they are working on the weekend just to, to solve some topics maybe. So I think the, the culture is a bit different. It's really a lot of involvement over there, um, getting them on board. But then you can also rely that they will go the last mile to, to make the project right and uh, to make it successful, even if they are quite troublesome or, or difficult times sometimes. So I think overall the, the team dynamics and uh, the, the team setup changed. And with that, probably also the leadership style. It's not just a hierarchical, typical structure. It's really quite more one team effort, which we are driving. And uh, leaders maybe more the coordinator and has to set the boundary conditions that the team can, can work in the right direction. Now zooming out a bit broader even, if I talk about culture, what is important in terms of culture? And, and changing that culture and, and influencing the culture and, and kind of into a new, new, uh, slightly different direction to what has been there before. What is important? What are some of the things you are doing? Yeah, so we definitely realize that um, the 
yeah, innovations and also this, yeah, everything is, is getting faster, you know, so cycles uh, and product innovations, but also in other processes are getting a lot faster. This is something we are accustomed um, from consumer side, from, from handies, from apps, from, and so convenience and, and the speed is something which is driving us, and uh, this is something we have to integrate also in, in our internal organization, and this comes from, from product innovation, but also uh, internal, internal processes which have to support these new offerings or new products. And I think this is part of our challenge we are currently facing and we are working on to get these dynamics in, um, nevertheless, and also to take the complete organization with us in this case. Last question. Um, if you think about your current role, what is one of the most important learning from, from that role, you would say? Yeah, so I think one of the, the most important things I've, I've learned over time is really yeah, get, getting the organization with you and this is quite a huddlesome project so um, partly I would have wished oh just let's go to a startup and just drive it ourselves and uh, on the other hand yeah, and within these huge organizations it's not so easy to take everything everybody with you to convince the people and to get this dynamic. On the other hand, if you have really pushed these things through and have maybe the right support from the complete organization, you have a strong lever to really push also your ideas. And uh, there's a, an organization of hundreds or thousands of salespeople which can support you, uh, which have ideas, can give input, have customer contacts. So I think the beginning is, is really not so easy in many of these cases, um, especially if you're at the beginning of the journey towards digitalization. Um, but if you make it and really change this organization, this is also a strong push for your project and your ideas and uh, can be or can make you successful at the end. Bernard, thank you very much uh, for that interesting and pleasant conversation. You're welcome. The video version of this podcast can be accessed via innovationroundtable.online. The Innovation Roundtable online network is your portal to a wide variety of exclusive content, including video presentations, interviews, insights reports, and articles. Not only that, innovationroundtable.online is also a place where you can connect with other corporate innovators, share experiences, request collaborations, and gain inspiration from your peers. Our network is exclusively for innovation practitioners in large firms. So visit innovationroundtable.online to discover more and request your seven-day free trial account.